normal. Move it. Normal people. Normal people. Move it. NMNP, one of our maybe longest awaited episodes, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, I'm Jordan. Uh, you might know me by my eight inch nails and peeing into a jar. Uh, yeah, I do. It's a dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah. I'm here with my super friends. Um, hmm. Somebody get this hot head out of here, Andrew. <laughs> hey, man, don't try to stop the rage. <laughs> and the shining example of justice. Alex, Hooray. how you doing, man? Yay, I did it. Um, got some questions about this movie because I put up a post yesterday. Um, I asked, you know, what everybody thought of it. How do you um, compare it to other Christopher Nolan Batman movies and DC cinematic universe films? Um, little buddy of the show, Zach Rose, says, I think it was fairly comparable to the update the website. I feel that one is for you, Andrew. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't know how I feel about being called out on my own show. Well, it happened. Uh, yeah. Uh, Let's buy out the majority shares from Jordan and kick him off of the board. Oh, no. Okay. Well, we got his fingerprints. So. Yeah. So you can do literally <laughs> anything. anything you want yeah. with them. Um, if you put your fingerprint to get scanned, it's like, do you need to... <laughs> do you want to like verify that in any way? No, that's the fingerprint, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Every time you scan that, it always asks like, do you want to liquidate all your assets also <laughs> while you're here? A big problem is uh, when I go to take money out of a uh, ATM, I put my pin number in and all of my money comes out <laughs> and I have to step it back into the machine. Yeah. I mean, I am poor, so it goes really quickly, but it's very <laughs> annoying. Yeah. Um, guy incognito who sounds like he's got something to hide. Mm-hmm. Um, I would trust that guy. Says, would this movie have been improved a, or sorry, would this movie have been a improved or B diminished? If we could actually understand what Tom Hardy was saying. And he says, my guess is diminished. Um, this was only the second time most of us had seen this and we were all like, wow, it's going to, we're going to watch this movie with subtitles on. Um, it didn't make that. It didn't make as much of a difference as I had hoped it would. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a few lines that are, I mean, I think you maybe enjoy some scenes a little more, knowing well, what he's saying. basically being able to understand what, he, what the words that are coming out of his mouth. But you honestly, at the end of the day, are not missing that much. It's not like a lot is lost from the movie in yeah. terms of, like, memorable lines from that character. Having said that... Um, like, they're memorable, but because... As Acosta pointed out, they are all memes. They are all memes. But having said that, like, you still are left with the, like, was that the best possible take you could have gotten? Like, with the advent of ADR and all of this stuff, like, like, Mm -hmm. is this the most coherent you could have delivered this line? Okay, Jordan, you put the marbles in your mouth, and then you tried delivering the line. Fair enough. Can't argue with that logic. I'm, I'm willing to bet that it was the best that they could get. Uh, sort of disappointing. On, sure, but I mean, they they muzzled their, you know, their antagonist. Literally. Like, it's not surprising. Like, it also no, doesn't no. help that he turns out to be, like, like a cog in a machine that really yeah, undercuts his integrity as a... That doesn't a, help. But it's yeah. like, you're. it's just a flawed idea 
from the start. It's about as flawed of an idea as... They try their best with it, but it's not... But, like, it's about as flawed as any, like, casting decision that we've seen across the board, because it's not, We've seen worse, right? But that's the thing. It's it's not, like... It's not a case of, like, the actor being bad, because, like, far from it. It's just the case of the combination of this character and this story and the actual presentation they took did a disservice to the story, I think. But, you know... Yeah, it didn't help. None of this helped. My favorite is when I was, you know, talking to people from the UK uh, who said that they don't understand why people can't understand what Tom Hardy is saying. Um, <laughs> yeah. This this movie did well in Glasgow, or, or just yeah. like or like like the independent state of like muffled Tonya or something, where you can't, <laughs> where everybody just speaks in abrupt. It's an independent <laughs> duchy, but there yeah, we go. You know, you're you're close. Uh, Matt DiGiuseppe asks a question with actual um, weight oh. to it. Not, oh, no. not to disparage our previous questions, but can Batman have a happy ending? I still don't know how to feel about that statement. They kill Talia al Ghul in a traffic accident. <laughs> she doesn't see that divider. Yeah, it's um, I'm giving this to Alex because he's the most read Batman-ner of this group. And Absolutely. we've, we've, we've yeah. read a bunch of Batman stuff, Andrew, but, um, but Alex, you're, you're the most tuned into the cowl, one might sure. say. So, uh, if this movie attempts to close off the Batman story, which it succeeded in doing for about four years, um, <laughs> I want you to take point on, on Matt's question here. Like, do you think um, the character can achieve a happy ending. Do you think this ending that they took does justice to the character? Um, I think this particular ending is kind of calculated to make sense to this Bruce Wayne. I think they do a lot. They go way out of their way in the beginning of this movie to have like retired Batman in a bad way so that they can later on retire him in a good way. Oh, and that there's enough. a kind of arc to it. Mm-hmm. Um, in general, uh, Batman kind of has to live on as a symbol, and Bruce Wayne was always, you know, the the mortal incarnation of that symbol, right? That just just what brings it to life. Uh, in a very recent Batman comic story, uh, and I promise this won't take long. Uh, he, he does he like he dies basically, uh, and he comes. That's back like and you just, can't get more comic book than that. By the way, dies yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, he he, get, he goes very close to death, and when he comes back awake he's just bruce wayne and he's like essentially forgotten batman more or less right uh and it it, it kind of toys with this idea of like could bruce wayne be happy just like helping gotham city with his billions of dollars uh and not punching people in the face but uh you know eventually there comes a time when there's like a larger than life problem in this case externalized or represented by a giant plant boy uh <laughs> That an and, NGO and has, can't solve, no matter how well funded <laughs> it is. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right. And so, so he has to, you know, once again, like force himself to become Batman, um, even though it like sacrifices his happy life that he has with like a, he's got like a girlfriend and he's helping out this orphanage and all kinds of stuff. It actually, sounds a little and bit a like it appeared. It sounds like um, perchance to dream the animated series episode where he like Bruce Wayne wakes up and he's never been Batman and he's like with Selina Kyle and his parents are still alive but he just like but knows. Batman is there in yeah the that's city that's where they sink the idea is like there is just another Batman yeah he's always like, been there yeah. yeah that's that's 
weird. It's like that was like almost the foundation of of a really great story, and then Batman is also existing, which just raises a bunch of questions. Well, ecological nightmare. So I'll yeah. It turns out it's a Mad Hatter's hallucination. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Are we really putting spoilers a spoiler for tag the on animated some? series? Yeah, from yeah. thirty years ago. But do you, so do you, Alex? You think he's like Bruce is a symbolic? You know, I think by and large, um, this is gonna. Uh, take this how you will, but I don't think there's a good reason to give Batman, like comics Batman, a permanently happy ending. I don't think Bruce Wayne, the character, needs to be retired uh, because Batman as symbol is very foundational to the work. And you don't like need to retire the person behind that. It doesn't mean anything. if he has yeah, a happy and, they, ending. and they flirt like, with that in this movie for sure towards the end. Right. Yeah. They've yeah, done right. that before in the franchise, though, with like Batman Beyond, especially of like the <laughs> idea true. that like there's always going to be a tragic figure there yeah. to mm-hmm. take on the mantle. And the Dark Knight Returns definitely that- has that thing where it's like, um, yeah, where like you can make it into an ideology that like a, basically a cult of people could embrace. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason they ever retire him, whether happy or not, is specifically to put somebody in his place as like a foil. Oh, sure. Or yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Or in the case of this movie, just as like you know, there's this kind of the, this movie. I think is the exception, but because like I said, they go out their way to twist it around and but, make it like a vice versa thing. Yeah, but they don't actually do that much in terms of making him like a different take on the character. Like he's kind of a really lazy replacement character in a lot of ways. Who are you talking about? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, okay. sorry, Robin. Yeah, Robin. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't think the character is supposed to live up to Bruce Wayne. Well, so you much see him this. like ascend. Yeah, no, 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 the I, movie I is a pretty straightforward handoff at the end. Right. Well, it's it's literally like a Dark Knight Rising at the end, which is about as heavy handed as you can get. Yeah, <laughs> but he doesn't. Right. But like, he's not a Dark Knight at any point. Well, he has no him. edge or character. Mm. That's a big problem with this movie that we'll get to later. Hopefully. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Am which I skipping just, ahead? Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Which is like like it's when we talk about Bruce as like a character, we usually try to keep our discussions limited to the source material that we're looking at, but. Um, and obviously this is filtered through like the lens of history, but I, I, I find my own tolerance extremely limited for like the epic conclusion to a character's arc. And then, you know, that it doesn't, it's not actually permanent or significant or meaningful or anything. And that's, that's a problem within the Dark Knight Rises itself, where like, even if there was to never have been another Batman story ever, I wouldn't have been happy with the way it, you know, closed off, but that's just me. Um, the idea that you can't have a final conclusion because you know they're going to be tapping into this again. Well, like what you were later. saying, what you were saying is if they want to make it, you know, Alex was was talking about, how, you know, the importance of it being a mantle and everything like that. If you're going to pass it on to a successor, you have to make that successor interesting. Oh, I think it was more symbolic. <laughs> I don't think anybody legitimately had plans for Yeah, it. obviously, but even if it's symbolic, it needs to go. Yeah, no, you still. It would have been a million times no, better if Commissioner they, Gordon had become Batman. I, I, they well, they had to lead into that character. Yeah, that did happen in the comics, right? Yeah. That's, that's the same arc, and it's very good. Oh, excellent. Um, the, uh, I'm going to say, okay, so. They point out near the end, there's like a direct heavy handed line that it's like anyone can be a hero, yada, yada. Right. And usually that's not necessarily the point of Batman. Usually Batman is kind of the, um, 
use this is this is a very blanket statement so you know come at me with all the exceptions but typically the idea behind a batman story is like anyone can be a hero but there are some things that are like bigger than a man like some things are bigger than the everyday heroes that we rely on and that's kind of what batman is there to fight these representations of uh you know fear and madness and all the negative yeah. overwhelming shit that exists outside of like what a human can solve. Right. Sure. In this movie, it's very much the opposite where, because, and that's how the dark Knight ends, right? The dark Knight ends with this, like we need someone to be a symbol to take on this like burden that we can't possibly like let these people understand the monster of like their hero betraying them or whatever. Uh, that's like this big symbolic idea that the Batman has to handle. Right. They have to yes. pin it on him. In this movie, it's the opposite, where they have to, re- they have to, they, they they make Batman the anyone can be a hero character, which is usually another character in the Batman story, sure, whoever that may yeah. be. But so you- that's kind of where the the weird. That's how they get away with this like happy ending thing by changing what this character really means. But they, they you also, also don't do- earn that too, right? Like if he's an outlaw at the start, nobody really talks about him. Like they they come back to him quickly. Like honestly, you'd think that the arc of the movie after the dark Knight would be like, not like him earning back the public's trust, but basically coming from that low point of being this DA murdering yeah, like vigilante yeah. to something that is a hero. But in this movie, he's just immediately embraced back as a hero. Well, and, and I think that that's, uh, I, I interject there, uh, Alex. What do you, sorry, sorry. No, hit us up. Hit us up. It. I don't know. I, we get a couple glimpses of like children being like, I love the Batman. I, I think he's really good, even though he killed that guy. You know what I mean? Like Joseph Gordon Levitt is like fully on his side, which pretty is pretty much kind of weird, right? That he would like, how would he, how yeah. would you have exonerated him for that? Because he knows some of the truth of what happened as long as it's like pro Batman. Right. Yes. And yeah. uh, well, he's got incredible intuition, right? Sometimes. Yes. Yeah, just sussed yes, out that secret identity. But yeah, you figured it out. I'm oh. what what irks me is that is that um, well, Alex, you go first. I was I was cutting you off. Um, no, I don't. I don't want to like jump us up super far, and I feel like I am. I think I'm pushing this maybe too far. No, I want to no, do let's, it. Let's do it, man. Hit us up. Let's jump. Okay. Um. Well, I think that okay. This is. I, I, I kind of voiced this as we were watching, and I know this is going to be controversial. I think that this movie um, cannot really work as a direct successor um, to The Dark Knight in, like, terms of – in thematic terms. I I'll don't like think – I, I want to hear you say more of this, and I will let you do that. <laughs> I don't think either of us are going to jump up and disagree with you. So Absolutely please not. continue. Uh, well, here, here's the thing. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, yeah. Keep going. Okay, so obviously it doesn't. I also don't think they tried to. I don't think this is a matter of saying, like, well, they tried to, like, carry forward the themes of The Dark Knight, and they failed. I think it's just they said, you know what? Let's. This movie's so tied into Batman Begins, I think it's really just more of that movie. Yeah, it, I think that's, like, I, I, Andrew, I'm... Please interrupt me if I'm speaking for you, but like we, you, you know, we we were when we were watching this. Andrew and I were sort of um, had this idea that that the movie seems to actively sidestep the Dark Knight at times and embrace like the the iconography and themes of Begins, but in a way that 
is A, less impactful than what it had been seven years earlier, and B, is, like, uh, just an outright puzzling decision considering that The Dark Knight was such a watershed moment, not just for superhero movies, but for all movies. And the title like of this cinema. movie, too. Yeah, like, and the title is... But, like, the like title, like you Batman said... Falls, um, yeah, one of dark. you... Well, I can't remember which one of you it was, but you were just like, yeah, we gotta ride this because The Dark Knight made a million billion dollars. You gotta name the next movie The Dark Knight blank. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the reason entirely. I would say that, like, this isn't gonna apply to anybody listening to this, but, like, if you haven't seen it um <laughs> like if, if you haven't seen any of these movies and i don't know what rock you've been living under possibly one filled with police officers that got buried <laughs> underground all at the same time um like it, it it doesn't make any sense this is like a perfect andrew suggestion insofar as it's like thoughtful but completely improbable like you would, i would almost recommend if you could wipe your slate clean to like Watch begins and then rises and then the dark night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got great suggestions as long as you're a hermit. It's it, I, I, like yeah. a, a hermit who's who's just like hasn't seen it up to this point, but is super open to suggestions yeah. about programming. <laughs> yeah. A hermit that is suddenly keen on pop culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Very okay. suggestible hermit. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the ad I've got on Craigslist. And I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Josh Wilson asks, which form of media is better at showing us that the oppressors are really just as oppressed, um, when you think about it, this or Bioshock Infinite, which came out around the same time, like, a, like six months, eight months off. Um, they're both bad at it. That's my take. I think Bioshock Infinite, nah, I would say Bioshock Infinite by a landslide, because this movie, I think, is too confused to actually make that point. Yeah. Fair enough. I, also, the, the plot of this whole movie is engineered by a wealthy, powerful person who's just, like, masking their movements in the language of, like, an oppressed uprising that yeah, doesn't that's... really exist. It's just a bunch of, like, prisoners. He has a follow-up question, which is, um, or as a comment, he says, I think the message that rich people are good, actually, and that rising up against them is bad makes that movie seem shittier and shittier during these times of late-stage capitalism. I would say that that's, like... Like, I understand where he's coming from, but I would urge you to actually watch this movie again because yeah. it doesn't because say this, anything. Because the yeah. statements, like, the, this movie got a lot of buzz about being, like, in the post-Occupy movement moment. But, like, if you were watching... Was watch, this post? Yeah. It sort okay. of came out during, yeah. or like, right, right around. Yeah, it. I, I it, felt like it predated. It no, felt, it definitely didn't predate It felt Occupy. topical, even though, like, all those scenes that looked like Occupy Wall Street were probably filmed a year ago. Well, Maybe people, a year to, before that, people yeah. talk about how, like, it, like, the script was, like, prescient and everything like that. But, um, what? basically, like, that it predicted the, the Occupy movement. And, and like fusion that. reactors. But and here's the really thing. really <laughs> confusing business ideas. Is that, um, <laughs> is that, um, the... The, the 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 idea that this is touching on or that this movie is like reputed to touch on these topics has has obscured the actual messages being conveyed which are far less sophisticated than you might remember i don't know when the last time anybody who's listening to this has seen the dark knight rises and i mean no criticism here because this is a freaking three hour long movie um right. but basically um alex what you were just saying um is I totally agree with you. I think that um, that it doesn't. This doesn't tap into some sort of like watershed moment. I think that it, it's not part of a zeitgeist. I don't think it is at all. Yeah. I think that it's it's not 
like I, I I don't like to call any movie apolitical. Um, and I certainly right. think that this I don't is think like any work of art. Yeah, it be. shouldn't be. And I certainly think that like you could do a very, um, you know, a cohesive like fascist reading of this movie as many many people have about like how. You know, in a Brad Bird sense, like, the, uh, you know, a divine uh, wealthy man must descend down and, and save us from our terrible impulses. Um, and that, like, revolution is wrong and order and super ego are right. But um, you know somebody has written a Batman fan fiction where, like, the Waynes are, like, railroad, like, magnates. It's like an Ayn Rand. <laughs> I think that it's... Somebody's done that, I right? think that those concepts are like are interesting in theory and, and certainly interesting as it applies to the Batman mythos and, but they're, they're lost among clunky characterization, weird story details and a movie that is three hours long, but also seems incredibly rushed. (laughs) And I don't understand how that's even possible. It's, um, it's incredibly stuffed in terms of the plot points for it. Because like, here's the thing is that it's, it's, we 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 said that it's like you know the, the Dark Knight basically never happened to some extent when when you're looking at this, but um, um it 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 keeps the um you know Ra's al Ghul League of Shadows like what is Batman if not like a you know a a force like an equalizing force or something like that, but it also introduces tons of new characters and subplots that do very little or even worse than doing very little just become redundant to what was already said in in yeah. like a movie from years earlier. So you're just like, why am I like, it just becomes some sort of like, like crappy sequel exhaustion. And that's really, really disappointing. And I can't think of another movie that's more disappointing than this because you're following up one of the best movies of, you know, we're going to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the show. I mean, uh, it's still just, it's one of the most like, like, I, I, like just in terms of its impact and lasting effect on on superhero and action cinema, there's few movies that we're ever going to look at. We kind of have to acknowledge that. a um, a pretty tragic point about this movie that this is almost certainly not the movie that Chris Nolan and a lot of the people involved with the production of The Dark Knight or Batman Begins had in mind. I, Alex, I remember you saying that to me like right when yeah. we were talking about this movie the first time. Like you, you were you were very adamant on that point. If memory serves, yeah, I think that's like a well known right, yeah, like backstory for this movie that people are the the pretty, tragic yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the tragic death of Heath, Heath Ledger meant that there were probably plans that they had for a third movie that and that you have to follow possible. up you have to follow up like this incredibly. An iconic performance. Yeah. That, well, don't yeah, worry because they just had to wait a few more years, and then uh, Jared Leto would take up the ball and just run with it. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> the wrong direction. Run all the way to Hot Topic. <laughs> um, at my first note when I was watching this again was like Iron Man three syndrome question mark, but I think I'm wrong with that because Iron Man three like exists in the void of a better movie, but this is is more like um, like let's you know people were super into that ninja stuff from the first one. People don't really <laughs> care so much about like. You know, the, the line that separates Batman from his villain, that's not, you know, that's not what people actually want to see. They just want to see this, like, they want to see, like, the like the, the insane siege the city, which we already see, saw happen in the they first They want to see a ninja called wage war on the United States. And, 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 and give us some heavy-handed 
crapola about excess. But it, they don't say anything about it aside from they show it. They show like 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 they show it, but all that that's really used for is to show that excess can be used to manipulate people to participate in a bad government, like is or that like what a bad saying? revolution. It's they don't spend enough time on it, or don't have coherent enough scenes involving it. Yeah. To actually have a real point. And that's to make. like the fascistic, some of the fascistic readings you could take about this is that, like, they're pres- trying to be deliberately a little uh, hand wavy about well, it, or? It, it presents people as, as pretty suggestible and stupid and worthless. Like, like, that, that they're just basically. And we don't need movies to tell us that. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> that people are just like, 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 uh, easily manipulated throngs of sheep that need a, like, a, a single dude figure to tell them but what to do and to unleash like whatever impulses. As, as you said during the movie, we had seen that same message dealt with better in the previous movie. Yeah, or even in Batman Begins, it's done better than this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this idea of like they're trying to teach the same message again for the third time. But they're gonna <laughs> do it worse, and you're also left with and say less. Yeah, you're also left with characters who um have like who took interesting turns in, let's say, the Dark Knight, who are sort of left doing like crap all in this movie, ostensibly like Lucius Fox, <laughs> who's who's <laughs> basically like like. Like he always seems like he's just out of frame to be yeah. called in when he's when he needs to when he needs to be there. Yeah, you, yeah it was great because in like the climax of that movie, he chimed in on voice chat basically uh, to like provide some advice, and you exclaimed, "Being like, oh my god, I forgot he was in this." Yeah, like <laughs> even Michael Caine disappears for an hour and a half of the movie. I mean, they they talk about why he's doing it, so I can't I can't say that it was like an oversight or anything like that. But it's 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 characters who in the previous two movies ostensibly finished growing in ways that are interesting and so they're yeah. but they're still part of the set well, like commi- think of what commissioner gordon does in this movie versus what he did in the last one it's oh yeah it's ridiculous like he spends most of this movie waiting in a hospital bed and being um like the one cop who didn't fall like walk single file into some sort of flypaper trap yes <laughs> yeah there's not a whole lot of investigating in this movie well uh, he's just there still like it's yeah. just it's it's it so it becomes like a weird afterbirth movie and i yeah. mean that's that's what i, I, I think i think alfred movie. is the worst offender for that gordon yeah. is pretty bad though he's uh, he's uh, integral well, I think I, it I, has I, the thing of with the harvey dent but he's uh, integral and so interesting in in like the the decisions they make with him, especially where they leave him at the end of the Dark Knight, is yes, but it's interesting. Do, and in this, and then they immediately ignore all of that. Oh no, and Andrew skip was past Andrew, it. you were super mad about the fact that like like his big like like admission speech is used as like a as used as like a plot point by Bane. <laughs> Like yeah, this, this idea that if you're like all of a sudden you live in a major metropolitan city, it gets trapped in by these like anarchic terrorists, and all of a sudden they reveal a, a hidden document from the police commissioner during the time when absolute public order has been upended. I don't think anybody gives a shit except maybe. Do light challenge. Oh, God. <laughs> you uh, you so didn't declare you, it. I know uh, it's always yeah. active. No, it's, it's, oh. the point is it's it's a little ridiculous that they try to bring that out as like a massive revel like revelation for the population in general. Um, 
But uh, I don't know. I don't think it really is. We uh, don't see the public react to it at all. Well, but, because the way, because the public is a bunch of suggestible rubes, and they no, all we see yeah. there is the criminals in Blackgate where he's reading yeah. it. Um, also, Acosta, you mentioned this, mm-hmm. Alfred. Um, what does he actually want? Like when? Because a lot of the the first part of the movie is him saying like, "Man, you gotta." You gotta get out of this rut there, Bruce. Like, you gotta do something. And then he starts doing something, and he's like, whoa, not that, No, though. he wants him to go out and, like, live a life. Oh, okay. But what does that like, really mean? That seems like a platitude. No, he, he wants him to go have, like, a life out in public. Like, he wants him to go out and do shit that isn't... Oh, wait, are we doing Doolay Challenge? Yeah, you are done! I win the Doolay Challenge! Yeah. You are done! Is that how that works? the Doolay Challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you don't I get a re-roll. You get a re-roll. to win it. Yep. Um... The, uh, it's gonna be no, no, sweet. No, he, he I'm sure you swore earlier. <laughs> Prove it. Yeah, we'll, we'll we're, like, we're gonna run back the tape the and case. we're gonna see this. Andrew yeah. got my thumbprint, so he has me swearing. <laughs> exactly. Up and down. I, it's, so, yeah, the rest of the episode is you swayed fuck mostly. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I have a bunch of my best officers like watching our tape, like looking back to see if Jordan swore, but they're all trapped underground. Yeah, I was gonna so say, hey guys, I think I hear something over here. Please walk single file this way. Oh yes. Oh no, the flypaper. I mean, that's, <laughs> I like how that's catching on. I mean, everybody brings that up, but it is important to reiterate how. I think I pointed out it's like the bla- the backflips that this plot does to like keep this movie going. I want to I want to touch on that because I think that a lot of the backflips and a lot of the bad decisions are it's a combination of not knowing what to do with existing characters and all the new characters being really bad. Yes. And, and and I want either of you to like come up. Tell me a new character in this movie who's interesting. Uh, Daggett's I mean, really I, I whiny. Like, <laughs> Daggett. Daggett's the perfect example of like the plot points nobody remembers from these movies. Well, nobody like, ever com- remembers any of I the mean, mafia stuff or like the crooked for, businessmen. I com- I remember him. In, I remember Tom Wilkinson in Batman Begins. You see, I do not. Yeah. I I, I, do. I do not know who. I'm, about. I I'm can with assume. Jordan on this. Tom Wilkinson's fine in that. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Robin, who is apparently an interesting character, and we know that he's because really other bad. characters say he's interesting. Alex and he's kept, a hothead. Alex kept like doing this thing when we were watching this movie where where Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character would do something, and Alex was like, "Wait, actually, maybe if he just did like this slightly <laughs> differently, it would a make the story better and b like make this character more interesting." Um, yeah. Give me, it'd I be want, pretty easy. I'll, I'll I'll force you to give an example of like uh, getting into Wayne Manor. How does it happen in the movie, Alex? And how does it happen in your version? <laughs> in the movie, uh. So in the movie, Blake is the character's name. He comes up to Wayne Manor and he's like, knock, knock, can I come in? And Alfred's like, no, of course not. Who are you? And he's like, well, does, what if I came back with a warrant for like the, was it the murder of Harvey Dent or yeah. whatever? And Alfred's like, ooh, no. It happens off camera, but I have to assume he does that. He's Alfred like, pees himself in fear. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alfred is a giant <laughs> coward. He's like, no, don't hurt me. <laughs> don't real, hurt me. It'd be amazing Alfred if he had different pants diaper. on between those shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he soils himself. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he just lets him in. And it's and then Bruce Wayne comes down to talk to him. Which, again, makes no sense, but okay. Yes. It, it's like if I showed up at Jordan's place... And somebody was like, oh, you can't come in here. You don't live here. Like, you need a key. And I was like, well, what if I, uh, <laughs> well, what, what if I can talk to Jordan about the murder of anybody? Harvey Dent. Anybody, like, 
Yeah. Well, yeah, Harvey did, exactly. Uh, uh, well, maybe if I got warrant, and they'd say, yeah, get a warrant, right? <laughs> but I'm not even... That, 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 that. See, that's... Like, I'm not a vigilante who flaunts justice. I mean, not right. not all that often, just occasionally for for the sick thrill of it. You ignore right. justice. Like, yeah. If yeah. I just came up and I was like, I don't know, what if I talked to Jordan's friend Spider-Man about that? Oh, oh That's really sir. good, but uh, he's just a friend I take pictures of for money. <laughs> right. So I, uh, I said the better version would be what if he used Batman-like powers of his own to maybe break into the man but that would in. mean that he would be sort of somehow groomed to be the next batman you dumb yeah. idiot and it would also show his willingness to break the rules of like modern you know polite society and just do what needs to be done now acosta um i'm gonna disagree with you because oh, there's please. a lot of shots in this movie <laughs> mm-hmm. of robin being quite capable oh. he, he drives a car yes he holds a gun that yep he occasionally like that. fires that gun he's capable but he sub he, he, he also runs he sacrifices oh, that that's the most number one bet and i think that do. you don't need anything like if no, you he had to, more scenes of him being capable he had to he has a he has a set number of points and he it. had to he had to set charisma down to one <laughs> so that he could make agility <laughs> into nine isn't his charisma at full because like everybody just seems because to like allow him into it. anything yeah. yeah that's true he's too He's, Rick, the, he's just a fucking game shark, isn't he? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. he John Myers his way into Bruce Wayne's funeral <laughs> at the end, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Spoiler, Bruce Wayne does at the end of the movie. Does he? Except not really. And, like, like Anne Hathaway doesn't have a ton to work with here as Catwoman. Um, it was no. crazy anticipated to have her join the movie, but she basically... Um, they don't have room for her character. Yeah, they don't. That's exactly it. Like, that, that's I'm not going to say it any better than that. They don't like this movie doesn't have room to to fully flesh her out, especially her alliance with Batman, which is always like, you know, in Batman Returns, it's a lot more interesting, like her character and her dynamic <laughs> with Batman than it is here. I mean, spoiler alert, this is going to be higher on my list than Batman Returns, but um, I'd say this is the second best Catwoman we've seen. You're going to put this higher than Batman Begins? No, I'm oh, saying that okay. Catwoman in Woo. a movie. Oh, yes. Okay. Woo. Yeah. All right. Sorry. You had me worried. No, Batman Begins <laughs> is, is, is considerably better than this. Um, but yeah, it's this. Her character's like fine for her b- before Bane's attack. Yeah. And then she's like, just sort she, of dangling. She's just like a petty thief who has, you know, knowledge of the underworld. She knows there's moving and shaking happening and she's trying to get out of town and all that, trying to clear her record. And it's makes sense and it kind of makes sense that batman could come to a character like that a he has a reason to he's like hey give me yeah. my mom's pearls back and b he can be like what's going on you know stuff she's it's not it's yeah. not done interestingly enough for it to be consistent it's, though. It's exactly not, but yeah. at least it, it like checks out you know what i mean it checks out i would already. argue that it doesn't really check yeah out. she seems I like i don't an, think it is done well yeah she's a she's a good in like side character from a different batman story or it's she just, or, like, or she needed to have been set this. up in another movie like i don't think her introduction here I, is here's the thing if, if you if, if she was not catwoman that character would make perfect sense and would just disappear after the halfway point that's correct movie, you know yeah. what i mean yeah for sure so if if she just disappeared It'd probably be a lot better. I would it agree. Make sense that she sh- like helps out the end and is on like a cool motorcycle. We just we were all just consistently 
um, shitting on on like her actual motivation or why she remains on screen to watch certain scenes happening. But that is something you can level against a lot of the characters in this movie that you have no real. And and further than that, it's it like if you want to, the characters are obviously an extension of this, but this um to to to, to sort of circle out from Josh's question, um, this movie isn't. Maybe the worst thing it 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 does is that it's not really about anything. It yeah, doesn't yeah. have any. It doesn't have any actual message that's that's either character based or broadly like yeah. social commentary. It's it's mm-hmm. not. It's not an. It it's doesn't like, elevate. Everything's Batman. just like a big like double bluff. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's a just a bunch. It's like almost a dozen like Batman story ideas that they've thrown against the wall at the same time, and like some of them sort of coalesce together a little bit in this movie, yeah. and then most of it just sort of doesn't go anywhere. I'm sort of glad that we did this now because um like before Infinity War or something because like we're we're facing um a situation where, you know, we, we leveled a lot of, um, criticism on age of Ultron where it was just like, I, I, I say afterbirth, um, which is just like, it's like, a, it's like, a, said that. I know, yeah, but it's, creepy it, get, it, gets, it just gets grosser every you time. The gooey, eventually. ooey, gooey, tender center. No, but I mean, hmm. I, it, it, <laughs> what I mean is that these, these mythologies become so overgrown that the, their sequels don't, have a life of their own they're just like husks and that's a sort of a scary thing because you 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 start to you start to approach extremely anticipated movies like this or avengers 2 or avengers 3 with a a, a deal of reticence because you don't think that there's a sophistication to tell stories that haven't already been said yeah i I mean i don't know i do think this is honestly a it's a unique product in that there's no way that the creative team behind this franchise was not aware of the fact that the best movie that they made was The Dark Knight. See, I, we can't it. talk about that, but like, I, I get what you're saying. And I think that they just had a bad hand dealt to them. I don't the accept that, that as got. an excuse when it's the like when it's any impeccable creative team and what well, because well, there's there's all of the same cast and crew. Yeah, well, but there seems but there's a, there seems to be a fear about acknowledging the second movie like it's more of an ignorance about what direction to take it in coupled with a complete lack of of confidence about how to end a story i think that that when you're making a conclusion to a trilogy and you have no idea how to deal with the middle chapter i think you're screwed and like this movie acts as if the dark knight is just a turd of a movie that like they have nothing to reference happened in the dark night like yeah. it was the batman killed harvey dent and then he disappeared for eight years that's like all that happened in that yeah. movie as far as this movie's concerned that's accurate like thor ragnarok has more love for like its second chapter <laughs> than this does for the dark knight and, and i don't i don't blame them because i have no idea how you interact with a movie that is centrally fixated on one character that like any attempt to also, reference can run the gamut between being just like a bad choice creatively to being like downright insulting to someone's memory. Even with even with the, the like an, another reason to be harsher on this is that like 
you know, insulting to memory aside, um, this is a trilogy made by the same people, like from start to finish. This isn't like a Thor Ragnarok situation where it's a third director tackling this and it's like, whatever, the fifth time we've seen this character and get you somehow managed to make that interesting. Yeah. And like pay, like, like, like move the character forward. Like think of Thor move Ragnarok. Move the genre forward. Like Thor Ragnarok took a character that had, that we thought we knew to some extent and not only like put the ball forward setting up future movies, but also added new depth and integrity to that person to begin with and all of his supporting characters. Um, this movie does none of that. No. Um, if anything, it's like reductive. Yeah, because it tries to use the ways they built those characters in the previous movie. It tries to avoid those things as much as possible and rely mostly on the new elements that they have to add in awkwardly that have no setup from a previous movie. Yeah. Like, but it's also, but also people who did anything in a previous movie are left in limbo. Yeah, exactly. Cause there's, <laughs> cause anything that drove them or was important hasn't mattered for eight years and they don't give them any new motivations in this movie. Yeah. It's, I mean, this is, this is, a bummer of a movie. Like it's not, it's not <laughs> how anybody really would have wanted the series to end, at least not in terms of anybody I've talked to. Um, it's again, it's three hours long, but it's um, really like, like I'm trying to think of the right, the right word for it. Like disjointed. Um, it's directionless in a lot of ways where like they really don't seem- novelistic. I guess you could say, like, like it's it's not uh, right. it's not you know you can't find anybody who's making movies that understands movies more than Christopher Nolan. I think no, but um, it, it it makes the fragmented structure all the more baffling. I mean, it's it's one of these. This is the highest budget and best case scenario for a class of movie that we've actually seen a lot of in this show which is movies that have to be made. So you're saying... That this I think is, that's fair. Are you saying, think, though, that this is not that different from, like, Amazing Spider-Man? I think this is Elektra, but it's directed by somebody who is way better and has a lot more support and a budget oh. behind it. But this is a movie that, if, if this was a, you know, creative utopia where the only people who continue stories are people that have something they really want to say with them and get support for that, I don't think... Yeah, a lot of the team would be like behind yeah. being like, "All right, you know what? Let's continue the Dark Knight yeah. story. This is this is the thing that we so want." So it's inertia, next. not a movie. I think that they made a boatload of money off the Dark Knight, and it was like this movie was going to happen, and they wanted to just like shepherd it to an end in a way that was as safe and respectful as possible. Um, just that like sounds a, pretty accurate to me. I'm going to back that up, actually. Thanks, man. Just like Electra, this is filled with contractual obligations <laughs> and ninjas. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, sorry, and the comparison to Electra is in like concept only, like no, in I terms think it's of in, cause there's an oh, execution sorry. budget. <laughs> Please, yes. Um, oh, you're it, it's just sorry. the exact same quality as Electra. That's a really bold it's take. So oh, when I said conceptually, I meant exactly it in every way. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. every <laughs> possible way that you can connect these movies, they are connected. Show me a frame from either one of those movies, and I guarantee you, Andrew, you can't you tell, won't them be able to tell them apart. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like they're the exact same film. Yes, <laughs> like it's you know you got 
you know, a Hitchcock psycho, Gus Van Sant psycho. It's the same, same thing. This is actually a shot by shot remake of Electra. Yes. Most people don't know that. If yeah. there's one thing I want people to take away from this podcast, <laughs> this is Electra. This is Electra. It's colon origins. It's as good as Electra. Every part of it is at the exact it's same indi- quality. It's indistinguishable from Electra. Yes. yes. It, yeah. It's absolutely. actually just two sh- screenings of Electra. It is. End like, end. prove us wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, when you think you're at the halfway point, you're actually just through the credits of the first run. <laughs> it's, it's really well disguised. But it's a real memento. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but except, unlike memento, it goes both forwards and backwards. There so, we go. Yeah. Which actually just like memento, memento does, but... You know what I mean. Just like Memento. Uh, <laughs> cover the same time twice. Playing it on a DVD is a nightmare. Just That's like, yeah. 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 Electra, that is. Yeah, don't hit that chapter skip button. You'll really just screw yourself over. Yeah. Um, Do we have any uh, final thoughts on the uh, Nolan Batman world? Obviously, it's... I, I will say, like, I, I, it's worth at least pointing out, because we've kind of been pretty down for a while. This is still a movie that is directed by a very skilled director uh it's got fine performances within it it's not like it's not a disaster on film it's just something that is a very disappointing it's extremely underwhelming yeah Uh, not just that it's also very long and i think that makes it worse somehow like you're 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 disappointed and or underwhelmed for longer and i think that really works against it yeah yeah you you can't I, i think if this was like i don't know 40 minutes shorter or whatever. You know, if it was regular. Then you have 40 length. minutes less of, less of Robin. Yeah, it's, not, it's not good <laughs> when a movie is this long and you can look at, as you said, Acosta, 40 minutes to an hour of this movie that you could pretty easily cut. Yeah, and when it's sure. I, I personally just sort of have issues with its, um, you know, trying to be a, a movie of the moment but actually just being about as... I think about they, as they as, got as, lucky, right? Like they didn't, yeah. they weren't filming that during Occupy Wall Street, and we're like, wait a minute, we could have a very interesting no, final no, act. Like, no, no, yeah, no. they. But it's just, it's not, it's, it's incredibly underwhelming for a lot of reasons, and it could and should have been better. That's my final say. I mean, when you look at what's happened to the Batman character since then, you're wishing yes. that, like on screen, you're wishing that they could go back to something like this. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 put a little context in yeah. this that this. If this was somehow a part of the DC cinematic universe, this is probably, with the exception of Wonder Woman, the best DC movie. Yeah, because it's not a flaming sack of garbage. Yeah. Like, like, like a muddled, overly long, um, um, uh, ideologically confused movie is all things you can't say about Batman versus Superman other than the longness. Yeah. <laughs> um, the... the, 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 the Oh, again, Wonder Woman aside, the the any sort of complexity that could have accompanied these characters has been like like basically excised in its entirety. Like the the the, the Affleck Batman is competently acted, I would say, but any any intrigue or or anything about his interaction with his supporting cast or anything about what actually makes this man tick is gone. Yeah, like it's 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 been yeah. it's been siphoned out of anything that has to do with Batman. Like like well, we talked about how that world is kind of the weakest character in DC, and this it's the last Chris Nolan movie we're going to see for the show. Who knows? Maybe he'll take on uh, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy three. That would be so amazing. Oh my god, that would be the most amazing like 
change in director you could possibly have in the Marvel Cinematic. I like the idea of him calling up Marvel and be like, I'm game for, for It's like I want to do Ant Man three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah. uh okay. It's I want to do a movie I for you do guys. A Hawkeye movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're Hawkeye? like what everyone loves Hawkeye. Yeah. They're like anything you want to do, anything. Just who do you want to work with? And he's like he's like Namor the Submariner. <laughs> and they're like, no. those rights, man. And he's All like, right. just those make rights. it happen. Yeah. There you go. Um yeah, so so disappointments aside, this is this is um, uh, the bar. Certainly for Batman, has been lowered to a point where it's yeah. fairly recognizable. Uh, do we want to like reflect on the, this franchise? Because I think we I, still got uh, we still got Adam West's Batman. Oh RIP. right, no, no, no. I was gonna say the the Chris <laughs> the Nolan movies specifically because I I do think that that is the more important watershed moment in terms of comic book movies. Yeah, I mean, we, then, d- we did The Dark Knight and Batman Begins. Um, so to close us off, I mean, uh, let's all go through it. Let's all give our final thoughts one by one. Sure. Um, the Dark Knight is as good now as it was 10 years ago. Um, holds up to repeated viewing. Um, shows you how to um, depict heroes and villains on screen in ways that that combine with um like incredible charismatic performances pretty much across the board um i'm still not as big as andrew is about begins because i think that they no one is it's the, okay the ninja <laughs> bollocks um and the the pacing with his origin story doesn't wash for me as much um but when you compare it to um this certainly rewatching um, rises, and this is only the second time I've seen it. As I mentioned earlier, it definitely makes me appreciate um, a degree of coherent storytelling that that begins keeps up. Um, yeah. Still not going to rush out and watch begins leisurely um, <laughs> as I would with the Dark Knight, but um, uh, it's a mostly good trilogy. Put that on the back of the box. I'd say it's probably... It averages out to being pretty good. Yeah. Because um, that helps them having one of the best comic book movies ever made. Surprisingly, I think the only person that's got a more consistent movie trilogy is probably Captain America, which is hilarious. Yeah. I would, not have, I would not have called that 10 years ago. That's a good point, and I'm, um, I should say that. Is that this... The, the Dark Knight Rises is super underwhelming, but it doesn't... You know, we, we, we haven't gotten into Superman 3 and 4 yet, where, like... Right. Yeah. Where the series, like, actively catches fire. Yeah. Yeah, just derails. Or... And it doesn't have, like... Like, the... It isn't, like, a weird, aimless bummer like Iron Man 2 or 3, either. Yeah. <laughs> um, and certainly it's not, like, Batman Forever or Batman and Robin, which, like don't even just transform them. a series yeah. into complete parody. Yeah. yeah, it's true. So like, like integrity of focus. Sure. But you know, it could have, could have been a bit more interesting towards the end. Right. Um, Acosta, actually, you're probably the person I'm most interested to get there. <laughs> well, thank you. Nolan. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> what an asshole. Idiot across. The, uh, yeah. No, no, no. Because they, you hear me out. I think Jordan and I be. That is what I want to hear you. I want to point that out that you had that the first, there's three of us in the show. Yeah. I give my take. And like you, and I'm like that's Alex, great. That's great. Jordan. Alex is like, yeah. That, 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 and then Andrew's like, now to hear for over with. Now, and now for now for someone whose opinion actually like interests me. Uh, no, again, 
What a giant asshole. Andrew Let's... likes me because uh, Batman Begins is in my top 15, and it's like number 31 for Jordan. That's fair yeah. enough. That's unforgivable. Yeah. This is part yourself. of the mask verse. Uh, no, because you and I tend to have similar tastes okay, in Okay, but movies, I'm, you have to realize I'm going to be doing this from now on. I'll like, probably, whenever yeah. we do anything, it's you're, like, you're gonna... and now for someone whose opinion actually matters, <laughs> our eye right. in the sky. I definitely well, earned no. that. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm... I'm you're like I face interest- caged me. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. There we go. Acosta, we want to hear from Acosta yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that's enough for you. You cut my mic. No, unfortunately, like this movie, I think I'm just going to disappoint. It's pretty pretty bland, I think. Uh, the Dark Knight's in all of our top two. Uh, it's my top one. So I, I, I don't know Wait. what else I need to say about The Dark Knight. Um, it's, it's a great movie, right? We all love it. Uh, and then Batman Begins is pretty good. And then The Dark Knight Rises is, like, kind of good, but also disappointing. And it, it buckles under that weight um, much more than it is propped up by being kind of good. All right, Acosta. I need to apologize to Jordan because <laughs> that was way less better. interesting than I thought it was going to be. How about, yeah, you, just, how about you go, phew. genius? Uh, we, no. we twisted that one right back to the exactly. order. Exactly. <laughs> I really fouled this okay, up. Okay, Alex, well done. Um, now for a real snooze fest of an opinion. <laughs> Let's go on to this other guy. I don't even remember his name. I'm assuming it's also Alex because who cares? <laughs> Fucking. The more some, Alex is the better. Let's I listen to some say. nobody <laughs> rant about garbage that I don't give a shit about. Go for it. Oh, okay. Uh, Knock yourself out, tough guy. Th- thanks for that, man. Uh, yeah, no, I mostly. This is a franchise that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? I do have that power. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks oh, for reminding yeah, me. Uh, I think this, like, The Dark Knight was definitely a movie that it was the first time that I had seen characters that I had loved since a kid portrayed in a way that wasn't unembarrassed. Uh, no. There was a something that you could present to people, like, is kind of the pinnacle of what this project, I think, represents. And that, like, that is a movie you can recommend pretty much universally. Yep. It doesn't sure. bear the horrifying, shameful stigma of being a yeah. comic book movie. Like, yeah, you are, you are seeing something that, like, looks like a naturalistic drama that, as you said, Jordan, is has characters that are portrayed by, like, just... Some of the best actors that are working today and directed by uh, some of the best filmmakers that are working today and seeing that sort of support for stories and characters that, you know, I grew up with is that was kind of a magical moment. Yeah. For this. And do you think that how do you think that magic holds up towards the end? Not great. Is it because (laughs) you had seen these actors portraying these characters or is it just because like. Well, because you saw uh, another thing that we – this is mostly going to turn into a lot of uh, just love for The Dark Knight, which is what most of this episode right, has been, obviously. really. Uh, you – it's seen the, them being capable of adapting something poorly, where the best parts of The Dark Knight is them understanding what are the, you know, basic plot elements and themes that you want to take from some of the best Batman stories and putting them into a coherent movie where this felt like just a brainstorming session. Or it felt like, didn't this remind you of something that like, if you were to have found out that, that 
Christopher Nolan was just like a producer on this and that it, it had been like given to someone else. Yeah, he was, like, he was just direct. way too into pre-production yeah. on Interstellar. Like, I wouldn't be something. that surprised, you know? <laughs> I mean, we did point out that there was a lot of shots or effects that like did not look like Nolan caliber. We made he jokes about it. Pre pro for uh, yeah. for Interstellar. We did make jokes about how this movie was secretly directed by Dave Nolan, but uh, <laughs> yeah, and obviously yeah. like they they were desperate to um to have him stay on to the point where he gets executive producer credits for doing absolutely nothing for uh for I, like, I would actually love to know how little that nothing is. Like I, I'm, I am not. I think they secretly probably, cons- yeah. thinking that there's like a conspiracy that he was like he a actually directed, directed. He actually directed Man of Steel. That was his idea to have them drink the pee. Like I know that he's probably like he signed a document <laughs> or a contract movie. somewhere that just got him a couple million dollars, more than a couple million dollars. But I'd love to know precisely how little he did. Well, it's <laughs> no, it, clearly it wasn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, whatever, he got paid. It doesn't matter if that movie's good or not. That's exactly the kind of attitude, well, we got paid, it doesn't matter if it's good or not. That's That's the actual attitude that defines the show. Yeah. And horror (laughs) movies as a whole. Yes. It doesn't have to be good, it just needs to be finished. See you in October or whatever for the fucking Venom movie. Yep. There you go. (laughs) Take my money. I've, there's only the one trailer, but every time I see it, which is now it's ahead of every movie, like it was ahead of Game Night. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. Every audience. time I watch that trailer, I have less faith in the film. I mean, oh, is it because of how much Venom is shows? You see a suit, I think. No, you probably <laughs> don't. You see some goo, I think. You think you have Game Night. That's true. You do see some goo in a suit in Game Night. Yeah. Uh, let us uh, do some awards. Uh, most. Oh, can I? Can I put in a plug before we finish on Batman Forever? Sure. It, Batman, it, well, we finished on Batman Forever a few months ago, Alex. <laughs> okay. All right. But if you really uh, want to plug it, okay, man. No, that's funny. Please um, listen to our Batman Forever episode. I actually remember it being really good because it the audio quality is bad and Andrew can't remember Nicole Kidman's character's name. I still can't. Uh, what were you, what's, your, <laughs> what's your plug, Alex? Uh, it is for the Batman story I mentioned earlier. Um, it is called Batman, Super Heavy. Trouble with the Cowl. No, okay, yeah, exactly. What, what, what do you, what do you uh, it's called Super Heavy, and then the other half of the arc is called Bloom. And it's really good because it touches on all the stuff that you wish this movie touched on. There's a lot of like Bruce Wayne's culpability as like a philanthropist uh, in not doing enough for Gotham, or like how much you know is he responsible for. Uh, it's got Commissioner Gordon kicking ass, and it's got Batman like. Just like with a beard, this all it's really sexy. Way too interesting. Really sexy. It's not <laughs> like the awful beard in this right. film. Yeah, he looks has. like a. So you already answered the beard question, but like, how many fusion reactors are in? <laughs> not none. Uh, oh well, okay. Now you've got my interest. <laughs> I think it's yeah. none, but there is like a weird like torture machine to turn people into Batman. Don't worry about. Is it, it fusion powered? <laughs> Probably. All right. Okay, I can do this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My most normal moment for this is definitely um, the newspaper article you see oh, yeah. after um, Batman <laughs> gets his identity stolen with a thumbprint. <laughs> uh, there's Batman. Bruce has a newspaper in his house that just says "From Billionaire to Bum," which is great because it means that Alfred like bought it at the newsstand and brought I, it over. I yeah. think they have it when they come up to the door of the mansion because I think they're using it to like cover themselves from the rain. I don't think it's right, in. Yes, I, I think yeah. it's wet. Well, yeah. I'll yeah. just go fuck myself. Yeah, Alfred wasn't taunting him with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I <laughs> if I know anything about Alfred, it's mind games to get at Bruce. 
He's a sick man. What's your most normal moment, Alex? Um, this is a here's an Alfred thing for you. This this is maybe dumb because everybody remarks on this anyways, but it's the ending, right? When Alfred sees Bruce Wayne in a restaurant or whatever. Yeah. Um and he gives the wrong reaction. Like he should be shocked or surprised, but he gives like a smile and a nod instead. Just like, ah, I see ya. Like, <laughs> like a Mentos like, commercial. What's that? Like a Mentos commercial. They just give each yeah. other the guns and the movie ends. It was it was probably a real headache to like edit out the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, wrong reaction, Alfred. That's my Alf, Alfred, Alfred. You would have liked the original ending where um, Alfred sees Bruce and Selena in the cafe and he gets up out of his seat. He's like, Bruce! Master Bruce, it's me, Alfred, your butler. You're alive. That, You're that, alive. That makes more sense, though. Like, it, yeah, that would suck. He starts like, shaking Bruce, and he's like, he's, You're, he's You're alive. You're alive. You're alive. You're alive. You're alive. Oh, my God. It would be great if you had a scene where he's like, I don't know this man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah poor and Alfred. Then, yeah, he gets Alfred, Take it away. It's like away, a man. And then it, it shows Bruce's face. Uh, and Selena's like, who is that, dear? And he's like, oh, I don't know, nobody. And then he looks right at the camera and he winks. And then the movie ends. <laughs> da, 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 da. Right. Star wipe to credit. Star wipe. Do, 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 do. Andrew, what's your most normal moment? All right. Uh, I'm going to take Bruce Wayne's introduction to this movie. Uh, so there is a fundraiser or dinner party at Wayne Manor and Selena Kyle's Basically, is given instructions to basically drop Master Wayne's soup off and leave quickly. And so she sort of like stays around and explores a little bit and is looking at a target for archery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Bruce Wayne shoots an arrow like right next to her head. Yeah, he has no idea that she's a thief at that point. Yeah, and, as far as he knows, like she is just, you know, a maid that is dropping off his dinner. It's a dick move, Bruce. Yeah, it's not great. It, it's something that's like meant to come across as like a badass opening for someone, but it's just like that's incredibly well, weird and inconsiderate, it, right? Because of all the archery he shows later. In yeah, the I was about to say it would have been really good if it like that came up again for any reason. Is there any <laughs> other archery in any of the Chris Nolan Batman movies? You're forgetting about when um, Green Arrow shows up oh, okay. in The Dark Knight. <laughs> When the Joker is running off with the uh, with the bags of cash from his heist. Oh, okay. And Batman throws a batarang and it misses him. And Batman is like, zounds, no, I'll never catch that capering clown. And then an arrow just whizzes by his head and just pins the Joker's shirt sleeve to a uh, to a trellis. Yeah. And, uh, yes. and but, but you can't see the Green Arrow's face because they don't know who's going to play. Him exactly. And then Bruce looks right into the camera and he winks and then that star wipe and we're done. Yeah, okay. So yeah, point is uh, dick opening from Bruce Wayne is my uh, most yeah. normal moment. Golden pounce. You took it in your most normal moment. I thought it was going to be the New York Post. It's not the New York the Post. Gotham it's the Post. Gotham Most. The Gotham Most is amazing. No, I like. I feel like there's a lot of good, good ones. Uh, like actual senator. Actual Senator Patrick, yeah. I think we can do better than uh, Patrick yeah. Leahy. Can we do? And so can the people of Massachusetts. No, I, don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what state he's from. That's really good. I'm sorry. This is an attack ad. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, and <laughs> doesn't care. The Libertarian Party of America. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't vote for Patrick Leahy. Vote for Gary Johnson. He's in, running in every in all the states. <laughs> he could be all of our governors. Yeah. His only uh, limit is his imagination. That's his campaign slogan. <laughs> 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 Oh, well, um, I see there's no fire horses in this movie, which is a we were looking for them. Yeah, we, we don't want to give it to the scare. No, Scarecrow's not. Judge it's, Scarecrow is Judge pretty Scarecrow funny. is pretty good. Yeah. Judge no, Crow? It's, like, it's like a built-in cameo. Like, yeah, that's the whole true. point of yeah. it is to, like, be normal. Can we say um, Bruce's mother's pearls and just have a close-up <laughs> of Anne Hathaway's neck? Like with the pearls, but not have her face. Yeah, you'd like that, you pervert. <laughs> Weird. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's that fun. It's no hat. I'm uh, I'm, I'm part of a very very specific Finnish community called Throaters, where we look at celebrity necks. <laughs> oh my god, Christ. that sounds like something else. Well, <laughs> that counts as self. Throaters in common, not in brackets, not that one. Do you want to? How do we brackets. feel about uh, one of Selena Kyle's hats? Oh, the big hat that she punches someone. Exactly. Yeah, she punches okay. someone through it. That's a pretty Too good one. Attention. I feel like we can do better though. I feel like there's something else here. Come on, let's put our like we're missing <laughs> a funny costume or yeah, somebody like falling down. Bruce's cane. Yeah, <laughs> when he gets a, kicked out from. How about Bruce's X-ray? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the he's got some bad knees. Yeah, yeah, he's got some bad knees, dude. Uh-huh. Okay, we gotta think of something. Uh, okay, oh, I've got oh, one. I've got yeah. one. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, Alex, you go first. Alex, you go first. Ski mask, Bruce. See, ski I'm gonna ask Batman. I think that I'm gonna have to give it to promotional art of um of uh, of fucking Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. Okay, I have a I have another I have a dark horse nominee. Okay, uh, the dark uh, horse from the, the, the dark horse. Yes, uh, I'm gonna say. Needlessly cura- uh, courageous stockbroker. That is excellent. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had a field day with this I guy. I love that guy. Yes. Fine. Do you want to do the justice of explaining this, or are okay, we just so going to leave it? You, you do it. It's, it's, it's your suggestion. No, you come on, man. Okay, so so this. Bane is like robbing the Gotham Stock Exchange or something, right? Like he's, he burst into there and yes. um, well, he's got he's got someone's fingerprints, which means that you're just a stock exchange away from getting all of their money. Yeah, it's basically if it. you have anybody's fingerprint in this movie, it's basically a skeleton key. Like and you're going to get anywhere. Jordan, can you pass me that uh, aloe uh, soda? Not for your needs. Oh, oh. I, don't need my, I don't need the eighty dollars in my checking account to go mysteriously missing. Uh, I could use that eighty dollars for I'll more just, booze. Yes, yeah. I'll just recycle that uh, soda bottle right there. Oh, no. My board. <laughs> you shouldn't have touched anything, you dumb. Yeah, thing. I know. That's <laughs> why Alex always. singed all of his fingerprints off of that <laughs> Men in Black machine. Yes. It's yeah, your week in New York was a real bust for that highest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No fingerprints. Anyways, the stockbroker. Oh, yeah. Okay, so 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 Bane and his cronies burst into like the Gotham Stock Exchange, and he's like, I'm money for stock and exchanges. <laughs> And some fucking like '80s cokehead twat is just like, like I'm, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, oh, that's good coke. <laughs> and then Tom Hardy's like, see me in my trailer later. And then Christopher Nolan's like, we're still rolling, guys. And he's no, like, that's not it. He says, he says, <laughs> thank you. Uh, and then. Um, uh, fucking, um, 
uh, stockbrokers. The stockbrokers, like like Bane is making his incoherent speech about what it means to steal, and the stockbroker chimes in. He's like, "You're just stealing from the stock exchange. We're not like actually the money men." Yeah, he says there's no money here. Uh, but Bane is like, "That's And then the guy's like, "Well, you showed me." Yeah. Um, but uh, we we just kept laughing about how that would be a really great way to get your nose broken. Yeah, it's a good way to die. Yeah. Is to be like, you know what? I want to point out that these people who are robbing. Uh, us, excuse me, armed. sir. Yeah. Uh, you're you're not. Mm, I don't, Did I, you take an econ class? Yeah. I can't believe this guy. It's not really liquid money here. That's true. It's like the one guy in the uh, bank heist in Heat who points out to uh, yeah Robert De Niro that he's got to wait in line. There we go. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you can't just skip ahead. Yeah, it's like that scene at the end of Future NMMP classic Richie Rich where John Larroquette <laughs> tries to steal from the Rich family vault, but they don't actually have any money there. Spoiler alert. And then he's like, where the fuck is the money, you shitty sluts? That's in the... Wow. Uh, That's, uh, they had to burn all their swears in that scene. Uh <laughs> To just, just get the PG-13. Hmm. And then, Larrikin, calling Macaulay Culkin a slut. No, he's calling the parents oh, a slut. Okay. Because right. Macaulay Culkin is, is scheming to, like, somehow... And I'm not even exaggerating, because the, the pieces are a little bit uh, faint, because they're numbed by alcohol and time. But I believe the climax of that movie takes place on a place called Mount Richmore, which is the facsimile of his family's heads. Uh, yeah, anyways... Um, Oh my god. John Larroquette is like, where the <laughs> fuck is the money, you stupid rich bastards? <laughs> and um, Mr. Rich, the dad from Gilmore Girls, is like, uh, what the hell are you talking about, you dumb, stupid fucking idiot? Like, this is a vault with, like, our family treasures, you, like, small wienered imbecile. And uh, he's like, where is the money? Yeah. Uh, and he's like, where's the money, you, you, you fucking Rory Gilmore? And then he's like, he's like, the money's in banks, guy. And John Lennon is like, fuck, this is even worse than that night court reunion I didn't go to. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I've lost the thread. So Richie Rich is our Golden Pounce winner? Is that what we decided on? I think, well, I think we I think did. I think courageous stockbroker or John Larroquette. John Larroquette from Richie Rich is the gold, <laughs> uh, the first ever cross universe Golden Pounce winner. I'll allow it. Yep. Makes sense to me. Why not? No. Yep. no. Abort. Okay, fine. Okay. Courageous stockbroker. Can you put John you Larkett's... You want it on a technicality. Can you put John Larkett's face in the back of the, the picture? <laughs> Squeeze him in there? I'll say yes now, but I'll definitely forget to do that well, later. I'll forget that we even had this conversation in a few awesome. minutes. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's get uh, ranking. All right. Um... I tell you to go to normalmoviesfornormalpeople.com, but uh, as a little buddy of the show, Zach Gross pointed out, it's a derelict wasteland <laughs> devoid of any updates. It's, well, it's also not the name of the website. I think it's just normalmovies.com. It'll be updated know. by the time you hear this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, or at least up to wherever this episode is. Who wants to go first? Is it me like I always have Absolutely. To? All right. Yeah. You want to go first. Uh, this is going way the fuck down. Mm. Um, Rip. Uh, because of the expectations and because of the capacity to tell something better, this is going also, at... Also that you have Batman Begins at like 31, so you, well, <laughs> you don't have a great space This is sitting start. pretty at number 46. Hmm. Uh, below Guardians 2, but above Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Other movies with the same problems. Uh, Alright. Acosta. 
What do you got, man? Oh, man. I don't have to do this. Uh, Number I, two. I like this movie more than you guys, but I'm actually going to put it lower. Ooh. Because it can't clear the Blade 2 line, unfortunately. That's what I'm wrestling with right um, now, too, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a tough one. So this is at 51 for me. Oh. Mm. Wait, you have um, Blade 2 at 50? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. We got to talk about Blade 2. <laughs> we got, we're having a little discussion. We got, Blade uh, 2 yeah. is yeah. number 52 for me. Big Pablo. Um, Blade 2's in the 30s. <laughs> really? Yeah. We love Blade. I do love Blade Somehow, 2. Somehow Age of Ultron cleared the Blade 2 line, which doesn't sound like yeah, that sounds to go like back and listen to that one falls. again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't sound right. One has uh, a but, lot more Donnie Yen than the other. Uh, that's correct. Then it's Age of Ultron. <laughs> I wish. Um, yeah, so uh, Blade 2, Dark Knight Rises, then Watchmen. That's, mm-hmm. Those are three movies that would be on an airplane and you'd be just like, all right. Right to Blade 2. There you go. Yep, right to Blade 2 for sure. Yep. This will take you nicely into Seattle. Um, Let's okay. uh, rule that thing. I still... In a certain... Oh, yeah, no, you're I, done. I, you're well, done. I mean, yeah. I, I <laughs> well, just, I, already <laughs> heard the, I already heard the opinion of the person I care the most about. Right, exactly. Yeah, so I'll... Uh, yeah, I'll just post it for people who care. Uh, okay, what do you got? <laughs> this is going to go... Number three. This is going to go uh, at 40, exactly. That is uh, way higher than either of us. Yeah, it's, uh, it still looks good. It, it's like still Christmas on one. a kind of plateau zone. Yeah. So. It, it's, it's high up in the Mesa. Mediocre Mesa. <laughs> it's a big yeah. part of the Mesa just because it's three hours long. Um, <laughs> but it's below Ant-Man and above Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Volume the Dose. Let's, uh, let's hit up to see what... A certain genius re-roller is going to veto. <laughs> uh, well, because of his clean mouth. Going on ruin tomorrow's evening with our terrible movie ties. I mean, I, I just want to keep this going. I mean, what? Keep the movie rolling. Keep, rolling. Let's, let's hear. Yeah. What, what else does the normal Tron Release have to say? Release me from this pain. Release me from this pain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do we got? All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, so. We did a, oh, a shucks face. And now his eyes are wide. Yeah, lighting. you're going to be probably using that reroll. If Superman 3 is there, I will not be. Close. <laughs> Superman 4, The Quest for Peace? Absolutely. Excellent. And Nuclear Man. Sin City, wait for it. A Dame to Kill for. Oh, no, you don't need oh to do God. the wait we for it. We don't need to do it. It's true. We've seen that. Uh, but those might be two of the worst movies ever made, like, period. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and use my re-roll. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do uh, we got? Are we watching The Incredible Hulk or X2? Wait for it. X-Men United. You really didn't care for that wait for it, did no. you? No, you didn't. <laughs> That's okay. pretty funny, though, now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> now that I think about it. Uh, the Incredible Hulk is the lowest rated Marvel movie, uh, MCU movie, apparently. Like on... on Rotten Tomatoes or whatnot. That's surprising because it's not. It's because it's uh, like really nothing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, you're right. It's something that factors in the least to that uh, university. What are we? Uh, <laughs> what are we thinking? We'll definitely. Uh, I mean, like this is a perfectly are, acceptable choice. Yeah, these wow. are probably two of the better movies that are remaining on the list. That's correct. Uh, so I don't think we can really go. I, well, by the way, I wouldn't really say Incredible Hulk is probably yeah, like a great movie. It's maybe. He says it's great. Remaining, you. Oh, remaining. Yeah, sorry. Remaining. 
It's so easily in the top. Like a big Howard the Duck fan or something, Jordan. He's like, oh, we got some real good movies left in there. Yeah, it's at least in the top like twenty percent of what we got left. But. I'm gonna vote Incredible Hulk just to like um, get us more complete with the MCU stuff because that's like the only one that's like I, I feel it like might a, be. I might feel be like another one. discussion about like why Hulk can't sustain a movie can't hurt. <laughs> Do you have an argument for uh, X two Acosta? Not really. We can leave it in there as like our precious. Thank, and also, to, I, I feel like I don't want to talk X Men as much as I want to talk Hulk. If that makes any sense, like I feel like X Men is in weird limbo now, and Hulk is in a pretty good place with X Two. Could be an interesting one to watch, like a few episodes after New Mutants or like all those. Stuff. <laughs> I would love if this was X Three. I would vote for X Three because it's like <laughs> like it's it's a shit show. Yeah, but yeah, we I, love a disaster. Incredible Hulk is my vote. All right, I'm, I'm interested in that. Yeah, I'm down on that, yeah. All right. I'm fine. Uh, I'm pretty sure we've said this a million times, but next episode is The Incredible Hulk. Uh, thank you for listening. I thought this was a pretty good episode. <laughs> cool. Thank you. If we don't you care thought, what you think. Uh, yeah, you Our audience will tell clear. us whether it was good or not. Uh, thank <laughs> you for tuning in. Uh, I'm signing out for myself. The Okay, fuck it. The host. Uh, me and signing out for Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Signing off for the most popular uh, panel <laughs> member. The most interesting. Smartest. Yeah, exactly. Handsomest. Um, yeah, keep going. Just best. Yeah. <laughs> best. The, the only one anybody wants to hear about. Yeah. I mean. Our Robin. Alex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bye, stay normal.